You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Matt Hordius. Thank you. And uh, thank you for inviting me. I'm glad to have you on. We had uh, your co-host, uh, Mr. Magnum himself, James Steele. Yes, the man of steel. Isn't th- Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking more like the lines of like a good porn name. Yeah. It, that, well, I was watching the one where you talked with him. And in all the... What, nine years? No, no, I've known him. I've never associated it with that. You ever seen Zoolander? Yeah. So Blue, Blue Steel. Steel. Yeah, yeah, Blue Steel. That's immediately what I thought of. I was like, I mean, is that a bad gig to really get into if you think about it? I mean, you're literally going to have your fans. You're going to have people that are going to watch you for certain parts about you. But then they're going to be committed. Like some people will only watch your videos that you create. So it's like, that's the best way to get famous. Just put your crotch up on the internet. <laughs> it's easy isn't it the same yeah. with everything now you, you you can put whatever you want on the internet and there, there's a certain hit ratio isn't there that you're gonna get you might be popular or you might have a niche whatever that niche that, that, that you want to explore what's your niche <laughs> <laughs> i like i like to do it while i'm eating a quiche on top of exactly. them it's like well whoa. but if you've seen the um what are they called? There's a term for it, and I can't remember what the term is. Kink. But loads of people on YouTube eating, like just eating stuff. And it's, I think it's got a Japanese name. ASMR. Yeah, it's similar to ASMR, but when you've got the... Yeah, that's, that's ASMR. Yeah. So what it is, is I was actually going to do that before I did this podcast. So originally, the idea for this... Um, after it was sparked from like a phone call late at night was I was going to record myself eating cereal, but dry. So there was no Mm. milk in there. So it was like, you would hear the, (coughs) when you get like a raisin bran flake stuck in your throat and it was just going to be that. (laughs) And then like, and then it would just be awkward pause. And then it would be like me filling the bowl back up and then just eating another bowl. He's going in for seconds, you know, that whole thing. It's not too late. You, You can, you can do this. Honestly, what would you do though? Would you it be an episode per serial? So, like a video, oh, today I'm eating whatever. Probably. I mean, I could be the type of person that's like when you're creating a movie, you leave a cliffhanger that leads into like a second. So, I could give you like maybe the first half of the bowl of cereal, and then you have to wait till next week to hear the second half where I get down to the ending. You hear the spoon click against the rim of the bowl, and you're like, oh my God, it's almost over. Like, it's like The Walking (laughs) Dead when it hit the last episode. You're like, oh, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for all week. Oh my God. And then he reaches for the packet. Honestly, now that I really think about it, I'm really actually enjoying this idea that I might do that. But honestly, as podcasters, we're looking for like what? Every view we're trying to get, you know, we're trying to build an audience. Putting our dick up on the internet is not a bad idea to get that sponsorship. (laughs) True. Just just, Maybe you should try OnlyFans. That's more of that. That can be your side hustle. All right, Matt. Well, enough about the dark sides of the internet. (laughs) 
what, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. So I'm uh, Matt, um, otherwise known as King Porteous, which is the, the I, I guess the internet name that I go by um, as such, which um, I'm by day to, to pay the bills, uh, as uh, sort of similar to how James introduced himself the other day. To pay the bills, I'm a recruitment manager, so um, do that. Um, but but really, to, at all other times, to fulfil my creative urges, I sort of do art. Um, that's the, the, one of the main things I do. Do art, do music, um, do the podcast this week in Metropolis, um, write occasionally as well. Um, yeah, DJ, everything, really. It's which it, Just like I said, to... Um, I have the creative urge. I don't know whether you're a creative person yourself, but it's sort of a, a burning desire, let, let, let's call it. I, I have to express myself and, and get that sort of thing out. Yeah, I feel like I did uh, the James podcast a bit of a disservice yeah. only on the factor of like, it's called This Week in Metropolis, but it's not yeah. really all superhero talk. It's more on the lines of like anything pop culture, mm. which I feel like it was just so hard for me because the name, it immediately makes me think of like an old time phone booth and Superman going yeah. into it. And that's exactly where it came from, though, is that sort of, and, and James touched upon it. We're in to where we work in the workplace. We would sit there and talk about stuff similar to this. You, you'd, you'd, you know, someone would say cereal, and then you're talking about ASMR, and then you're talking about something else, and it was just that flow of conversation. And one day, I just thought, well, why don't we do something with this? So I, I wanted to do a podcast, and I thought, well, you know, same with everything I've found on the internet. It's often you or, or sort of creating something. You think. I'd really like to do that. But then the next thing is, well, what do I do? What do I talk about? What do I draw? What do I, you know, whatever it is. And it just seemed like a perfect mix of the two. We spend loads of time talking. Why don't we record ourselves talking and then put it out there and see if other people like it. And, you know, and that, that's really where it stemmed from. And it's, we, we approach it with a completely no rules attitude, really. Now, there are certain things we don't cover. And I think he touched upon it like, and we don't get overly political, whereas in in real life we would talk about these things, um, uh, and we you know, stay away from um, sort of you know, relatively controversial things because you know it, we like the the universal appeal, I guess, of what we do cover, whether it be technology or, or superheroes, that that sort of thing. I think that's quite important controversial in the uk like what would you consider controversial because like the biggest thing i can think of which has been a heated debate is whether it would be easier to die by a shark or a bear really well what's that in in the u.s <laughs> or in the uk in the that's u.s different. that's like that was a big thing in my family i heard when i was like really? 14 years old my uncle and my dad were just arguing and they were like by the time we're 60 i'm gonna drag your ass to yellowstone with a thing of t-bones around your neck and just throw your old wrinkly ass out there and see what happens when a bear see what gets you first yeah and i'm like i started thinking about it because i'm like i've seen jaws at this time this is way before the revenant came out so yeah. i was like it's a shark like it's a shark yeah. it's just a shark and then i saw the revenant and i watched that bear pick up leo and fucking thrash him to pieces and i was like oh 
it's a bear because <laughs> honestly a, bear. a shark's like that's cool it'll bite your leg off in one thing but a bear's like biting into you they don't rip everything completely off so then i actually went down a deep ass rabbit hole of like how could i survive a bear attack and i'm like i live in a beach town there's no fucking bears so i don't know why i'm worried about it but it was on my mind i couldn't sleep don't so, you have a can of stuff isn't there some sort of bear spray or there's or that, no that sort that's of like shark repellent that's bullshit uh, that's like i don't even know it's like you ever use ant repellent and it just doesn't yeah. work and you're like i still have ants it's like well it just mildly aggravates them and i'm like it, it makes them even more angry why like why are you gonna aggravate something because usually when things get aggravated they go away i'm like no when you aggravate something they come at you full fucking regalian yeah. like a battalion coming at you <laughs> and then like bear spray and i'm like how many people have used bear spray in front of a bear and then it didn't work and then like are there any people that are suing the companies on that yeah see in the uk we don't really have anything dangerous animal wise like there, there's not there's not not really snakes. I think there are some snakes, and but they're not dangerous. You don't get dangerous spiders. You don't get necessarily wild animals. Or the wild animals you get and in Norfolk, where we live, which is on the east coast, there's lots of forest and there's lots of open land. You get deer and things like that, but it's not anything that's going to threaten your life. So I think it, from a UK perspective, reading articles from the US, which has a huge amount of dangerous things, where I know someone's... The recent article I read, um, or not really recent, but so a mountain lion, some guy saved himself from a mountain lion by ramming his fist down its throat so it couldn't breathe or something like that. Amazing stuff. I saw that on, I forgot what it was, like craziest uh, deaths or craziest events in history. And a dude got attacked by a bobcat and he ripped the cat's tongue out. And it was like the legit saying, cat got your tongue. And what he did was he just pulled it and it's like connected down inside of you. So when it ripped out, it like just ripped everything. And I was like, oh, like that's, (laughs) that's a thing. That's, it makes me like really, like I couldn't even open up the fucking pickle jar. And this guy's taking down a bobcat with his bare hand. And he was an elderly man. Like he's like, I've been in Nam. And then just freaking took this bobcat's tongue out of his mouth. (laughs) Insane. If you could yeah. live in a video game, which video game would you live in? Street Fighter Two. What? That, that, that's but only because. Well, that's my all-time favorite. I have a Street Fighter Two arcade machine in my house because I love Street Fighter Two. Like the actual uh, old school. Yeah, yeah, old school one. You gotta put quarters in it and everything. No, no, you it's it's modified. So you press the button and it just adds credits. Yeah, that's freaking dope. They sell yeah. those at Walmart, but they're like half the size of the original. Yeah, I'm like, look, they're if not I'm the gonna, same. I'm like, if I'm gonna buy one, it's gotta be like I need Mortal Kombat or something. I mean, I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan. I think I have a Street Fighter Funko Pop, which is the green one. It's the green Blanca. guy. With the, yeah, with the orange hair. Yeah. But, I, I, I've just always loved it. I remember when I was young, um, sort of being at school and uh, going to the, the local video shop that had a load of arcade machines and you know, happy memories. And, and when I was uh, sort of for my 30th birthday, my wife said to me, what do you want? It's a big birthday. You know, what, what do you want to celebrate that? And that was it on an arcade machine. And, and there it sits. Have you noticed that your perspective changes when you're a kid? Like, especially when it comes to owning a home. 
Because I mm. remember playing The Sims when I was a child, and like <laughs> there was a vending machine as soon as you walked in the door. There was a game room. There was like a millions of like I would think I want arcade machines all over my house, and then I look yeah. at like where I'm at now, and everything's like a bed, a TV. Yeah. Make sure we have food in the house, and it's like my perspective of change. Like I want to yeah. be like my grandfather, where he's just buying dumb shit to buy dumb yeah. stuff. I'm like, what are you doing with your life? He's like, I bought coloring books. I'm like, for what? He's like, I want to color because I can. <laughs> it's a dream. But the guy that we bought the arcade machine off, he had a double length garage or garage, I should say, and it's um, full front to back of arcade machines like it, it, it must have been i don't know 30 plus and i remember walking into this place thinking wow this like, i've always wanted that one i've always wanted that one i've always wanted that one but yeah but his wife and the story is like going back to what you said he are uh, he was selling all of his arcade machines because his wife wanted an extension in the house so he was clearing them out what do you do in the morning to kind of like, I know it seems like I'm just tossing out random questions here, but I've no, been, no, I like it. I've Good. been thinking deep on this because like, I always start my morning off with like a thing to kind of get my day started. It's not masturbating. It is, I check my phone on Facebook marketplace because people just post something so stupid as like, that's the purpose of it. Like a dude had a grilled cheese picture. I was like, okay, what's this? And I clicked on it. It's him holding a grilled cheese. And he's like, grilled cheese sandwich. It's $9,999. He And in the description, he goes, I made this grilled cheese using cheese that's been left in my refrigerator for months after their expiration date. I've dropped it on the floor four times. It's a beautiful grilled cheese. And I'm just like... This is this is what people do. And then like somebody set up Star Wars action figures like in dirty positions. And I'm like, I like this is just enjoyment because you know there's one person like there's a person that posted up like I wonder who's gonna click on this, and then you're viewing it at two o'clock in the morning or something. You're like, This is awesome. God. I wish, I wish my morning routine was as exciting as that. Because it, it really isn't. Um, well, and as a parent, it's it's all around children, uh, unfortunately. So wake up, make sure they're sorted. You know. Personally, it is wake up, have a smoothie to start the day, check my phone, like the Instagram and Twitter uh, mainly, and then have a shower. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Among yeah. arguing with children and, you know. I question your stomach. morning if you have a smoothie before a smoothie. you get in the shower. yeah. yeah. Don't you want it after? No, no. Because you have it first, and then I clean my teeth and have a shower. So it's like fresh for the day. Otherwise, if I had it afterwards, it would upset my OCD because I I clean my teeth before the shower. So... Oh, so you know what must really it, it, piss you off? I'd be out of sync. I'd be out of sync. I, I have to do it a, a certain There's way. There's people yeah. that clean their teeth in the shower. How oh, does no, that hit no. you? No, I've got an electric toothbrush. It is waterproof, but then I think, well, what if? Do you know what I mean? I just think that's too much going on in a scenario. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm good at multitasking, but I'm like, you're cleaning off all the dirt that's on your body. I don't want any of that landing on my toothbrush. No. But and then my cousin goes, my cousin goes, you have your toothbrush outside of like a medicine cabinet. Then when you're going to the bathroom, the poop particles hit your toothbrush. And then I'm just like, so what's the fucking fix? Because I hate 
mint toothpaste. I'll only buy strawberry or chocolate or whatever the hell. Chocolate Other, toothpaste. They have chocolate toothpaste. No. I had it no. one time and it was actually pretty good. They used um have you ever seen like there's a black toothpaste called vol yeah. it's like volcanic ash or something it's supposed charcoal to charcoal sort of base. Yeah. What the fuck is that? That yeah. made my whole kitchen sink a mess. I was like <laughs> Ah, uh, like, you know, you have to clean the sink sometimes. I'm like, how did it get on the ceiling? Like, I don't understand. It leaves your mouth looking like you just ate dirt. Yeah. Like Nasty. Pompeii yeah. went off on your toothbrush. See, I, I'm the opposite too. I like really minty. I, I like to finish that experience where, where I feel like it, it's you know, everything is fresh. So, yeah. I'm the guy. Super goes minty. goes into a store and buys bubble mint. <laughs> and like that's a children's toothpaste i'm like okay so my whole damn life is being adult i would like to brush yeah. my teeth like i was six years old again that's it why not my and that's the freedom of being an adult you can buy whatever you want you know and it's live your life that way if you choose that's why i all right so this actually leads back to the shark question which you didn't answer a shark or a bear oh no i didn't did i um I don't. I love the water. I love the sea. We live by the coast. Um, I'm noticing but, with the background, you have a beach. But, behind. Yeah, and that's it. That, that's my beach um, behind. But the thought of drowning is, is awful. But that, that, that's one of the things I thought I wouldn't want to die by drowning. So shark related, that would probably be the worst because it'd drag you under and and so on. I think a bear would finish you pretty quickly as well. So you know, that's ever almost drowned before no no it, it it what it stems from is as a child i was asthmatic i'm still asthmatic to a certain amount um but that that feeling of not breathing and that and that's that's what it is with drowning that that thought of not being able to breathe i've had a panic attack before I know people always talk about like oh panic attack is not that bad no it's pretty bad it yeah. is it is like I like imminent death. Like you feel like yeah. this is it. Like I, I remember I had a panic attack one time. I had to like lean up against the wall and then I just sunk down to the floor and I was like, everybody needs to stay away from me right now. It feels like the walls are closing in, but drowning's actually pretty easy. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, I've almost it's a done really it. Easy option. It's it's I've almost <laughs> done it twice. I did it when I was really yeah. little. And then I, one time was trying to hold my breath and it was like, I was trying to go around a full, I used to work at a water park. So I used to go around yeah. the full length of the lazy river by holding my breath fucking hard as shit, but I would keep testing myself. And towards the end of the summer, I got so close to the ending, but like, it was like the point where there was no air. You felt the lungs compressing, like they're oh. about to give out. And then the, you started seeing the, the tunnel of vision start to fade in and out. Yeah. And I was like, just a little bit more. And then after that, there was like this peaceful moment. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is where you die. And then I had to hop yeah. up real quick. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's like I, I always thought like the worst way to go would be burning alive. But then – yeah. I talked right. to a few people that had gotten like severely burned to the point where they almost died and had to get skin graft. And mm. they're like, it surprisingly feels good. Mm. And apparently it's so much pain that the pain turns into pleasure, which the endorphins is endorphins that your body's yeah. releasing, I guess, isn't it? I was like, cause that reminds me of the scene from the gray where he's like, there's going to be a, like a curtain or a blanket of warmth that's going to come over you and then you're just going to be gone and he's like in a lot of pain that you just see him like smile and then that curtain of warmth goes over him and he just fades away i'm like 
wow, so like your last couple seconds are really good. So yeah, like right. if I jump off a skyscraper and I hit the ground, is that like millisecond before feel amazing or does it just You'll never know. These are the questions we need Until to Until that happens. Yeah. You're supposed to be giving me the news in Metropolis. Where's the people jumping off skyscrapers, Wall Street style? Exactly. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what do you want to talk about? Because I want to talk about people jumping off buildings. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know man. <laughs> I was talking about anything. Do you focus on, because I know I said I kind of did it of a disservice with the superhero. What is a topic that you generally get passionate about on this week in Metropolis? Um, the, the ones I really like talking about that, that really interest me is the new technology. And, that, and that's something I, I to generally pick out stories from. Just, just crazy stuff. Like um, we've talked about Neural Link, which uh, have you heard of? something called neural link neural ink neural link yeah. oh the brain thing yeah that, that's it which uh, elon musk um has a company developing it and and just the thought of you see movies with that sort of thing in it and it and it's you know it goes on to, into your brain that very very thin connectors like feed into your brain and the theory is in the future you would be able to connect your brain to the internet and um, so it but basically what Elon has said is with mobile phones, we're already sort of cyborgs. You know, you don't remember everything because you know, you can Google it. You don't necessarily know people's numbers because it's on the phone or you can take a picture and take that and capture that memory. But it's a slow interface. You have to switch the phone on. You have to tap like your Facebook marketplace. You have to actually physically open the app with neural link. It would be there. Well, because where do you stand on it, though? I like the idea, but to, I, I'm split in two. Really. I'm a big fan of new technologies, and I'm a big fan of uh, using it for this. Like, for example, for, we can set up a, a podcast for free using free software and do it high quality, and it's fantastic. It enables us to do a load. But I think, you know, connecting your brain to something there are so many incidents where companies are hacked yeah. that, you know, they're, they're, um, they're sort of brought down in whatever ways. Imagine if your brain was hacked. Imagine if your account that you'd registered with Neuralink was then victim to you know, someone getting into it. Could they wipe your brain? Could they, Could they replace you... your brain? But Could they... We've already brainwashed people in the past, so it's not yeah. like we'd be doing anything new. It would just be no. literally you're volunteering to get brainwashed yeah. at this point without us slowly yeah. doing it through like McDonald's Happy Meals toys. You'd be doing it more efficiently because it would just be like that, you know, to do, which is a really, really scary thing. But wouldn't you like to, um, that the, the thought in the future with it is it's almost if you've seen like Avatar when everything is connected on this sort of and i guess like in star wars the jedis you're connected by this all-present sort of force that's in in a way what Neuralink could enable you to do because if everyone's brain is connected on the network i could sit here and think something and send it to you 
I think would be amazing with the fact that you would be able to share someone's perspective. If you could do what they do in avatar, we could take your hair and link it up yeah. to somebody else's. I don't know if that's how they have sex. So I don't want to have sex with everyone I meet. I just like <laughs> to see their point of view. But well, if you did it by extinct, you're in a shop and accidentally you think the wrong thing and then it associates it with that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It goes back to <laughs> the superpowers thing. If you could like make somebody think something, you get mind powers. Like, yeah, you can't i would never want to be professor xavier because i would make people do the dumbest shit and i would hate to hear what people have to think sometimes like i'm more than yeah. i want to hear you say it with your words i don't want to be involuntary hit right. with it like think like exactly. a woman where he's like thinking he can hear everybody women's thoughts then he can't get it to stop i'm like yeah it's a lot like superman like focus yeah. on one thing and then sift through the sea of all the other stuff yeah. and he's like a child and he had too many senses going on yeah i'm like What's the best thing here? I mean, yeah. we're thinking in the object of where we're going to progress society with the fact of Neuralink. But I know people, and I know people tend to do the lazy shit and the fun shit, which yeah. happens to be like, I'm going to look up porn while I'm in the middle of class instead of doing my history report. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah, because I can learn stuff really easily because my brain's connected to something. Happy thing. Yeah, the other thing, have you seen that? related to this there was a documentary on netflix about um genetic engineering did, did you see that? i've seen a few things on genetic engineering i like oh. some of the stuff when they're able to oh, all right because this is kind of like a heated actually topic when america when it comes mm. to uh changing somebody's genetic makeup i don't believe like oh i want blue eyes and then you can inject yeah blue eyes i don't i don't like that but what I do like is the fact that they're able to come across an anomaly in your brain, such as mm. like being mentally challenged or knowing that your yeah. kid is going to be mentally challenged, being able to inject something in there to be able to fix that. Not saying yeah. it isn't that all kids aren't beautiful, but the aspect of if you know you can give your kid a better chance at life by yeah. fixing that. But yeah we don't stop there we go to the point where, like yeah. i can change your baby's skin color it's like do you want yeah. this and then you're sitting in the room yeah. like um i i would like That's my it. baby to be the same skin color well we yeah. can make him blue and he's gonna yeah. have one eye and he's a pirate you're like well, oh fuck our baby better be funny like jeez in this documentary there's lots of people because it was the the people in the labs doing it and then the people the uh, biohackers they they call themselves and they do you or i but do have a shed um in the garden or a garage where they do genetic research because the, the technology is quite cheap and there was a guy who bred dogs and he was trying to make it the first test to see if he could ge genetically engineer his dogs was to see if he could make them glow in the dark and and that, that was literally what he was doing why would yeah. you want that because he could that, that was it it was right I, I can if i get my dog to glow or get the dog's puppies to glow i know i've succeeded you know in in that first step which, which is crazy and I, I agree with you it, it's like the first if you can if you've got someone with a disease or, or with a condition that you know will be passed on and you can eliminate that great but these things then if you've got a dog that glows in the dark and that dog then breeds, you've then got lots of dogs that glow in the dark. Or if what? you change something that's slightly wrong, that is then passed 
Why is, why is history always repeating itself? This is the yeah. same idea Hitler had about breeding exactly. a perfect race, and you yeah. saw how that turned out. I mean, yeah. ah, see, because this is like if you ever play the game The Walking Dead, the one with Lee Everett. No, I there's haven't. like they're they're kind of like you get to survive and go into the city in one of the chapters, and then they start noticing all these people that are on spikes, and they're like, "What the hell is that?" And it's this community that ended up getting taken over by zombies. But when they first started out, they took all the old people and all the sick people and just killed them. And they mm. built this strong race. So if you ended up being sick or something, you would just get sent out. And I'm yeah. like, oh, so they tried to create like a super race of people, like a superior group, like only the strongest will survive, which is like, it's heartless, but it's like, it's a, it's a, not a bad idea of like wanting to make sure that you can keep like, you know, if you have a dude that can bench press 500 pounds and then a person that has like one arm, one leg uh, needs to be fed like a tablet every 90 minutes to survive. It's like, who are you going to keep? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's in a survival situation though, isn't it? Sort of, which I guess makes it us, us not being in a zombie apocalypse. You, you, you don't know, do you? But the, the scary thing with it is that, um, there, there's research into which again is a positive thing. People in Africa um, suffer a huge amount from mosquitoes and malaria and that, and that sort of thing, and and they're in a, they're able to in, sort of inject something into the mosquitoes, which then causes them not being able to breed. It, it would you know I I can't remember whether it makes all of them male like every other sort of. Well, that's um, what that's what we do with uh, mules, donkeys, and horses. Really? When you breed, to, well, so to get a mule, you need to breed a donkey and you need to breed a horse. Hmm. But with a mule, you can't breed a mule. They just, their sperm is just blank. It's nothing. So they don't, they can't yeah. repopulate. So the only way you can keep getting mules is if you breed a donkey and a horse. Crazy. Same thing with a liger, a lion and a tiger. Yeah. There, those things exist. It's not just off Napoleon Dynamite. Well, see, whenever I think that, I think of Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. And it's a mythical creature. Yeah, yeah but it's it's a <laughs> legit actual thing. We went batshit nuts and did it, but they have blank cells. So it's like they can't repopulate. So we have to keep breeding that lion mm. and tiger to get a liger, you know? And that's scary. What if they then, yeah, and the, the, what I was thinking with that is the danger is what if they then do that to humans? And that's weaponized. Okay, so I that's literally just this morning was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast where he was talking yeah. about this. Now, he mentioned something that all these scientists and researchers that he's had on, the one thing they can't explain, and it kind of leads into aliens a little bit, is if they're already here, is the fact that the human brain has expanded twice its size from the very, very smart compared to every other species in a matter in a matter of 2 million years. And it's one of the things in our fossil record that is unexplained that we just don't yeah. know yet. So I'm like, if you were aliens and you see these, you know, you're just deciding, look at all these little things. Let me pick one and help it advance. You do something to it. Next thing you know, millions yeah. and millions of years later now where people walk around doing stuff. How are we so smart and figured everything out compared to all the other things that don't even know how to use their thumbs? Like an ape yeah. is the closest to being the next step level of intelligence compared to the human race. So I'm like, yeah. ah, like is that makes me think, is there, mm. like, I'm not questioning life. Is there aliens? Is Justin mm. Timberlake an alien? I don't know. He looks like it sometimes. <laughs> Maybe. I, I believe in aliens and you know I, I don't dispute that if we're here there's gonna be a planet somewhere with 
like the equivalent to us or you know whatever that planet's thing is um but i i just question when you get people saying i was taken somewhere i i was you know i was taken to this spaceship and they took out my kidneys and you know did did whatever to me it's it's those sort of things that i question but i don't know well during this whole pandemic thing the government released like the truth that there were aliens or unidentified flying objects and nobody said shit no exactly not not even in just in september we were all bitching and complaining about trying to storm area 51 and then now it's like nobody gives a shit because there's this invisible virus and everybody's like it's all a political conspiracy it's all this i'm like the weird thing about the virus is the fact that it has been shown that it has been modified. So now people right. are thinking that it's a weapon. People are thinking it's this. The factor is wherever this thing originated was, we were experimenting on it. There's been other yeah. coronaviruses out there. This is just the only one that's really taken a hold of us. And I'm looking yeah. at that's America or that's not America. Yeah. That's people. We're, we're yeah. always we're literally the death to our own race on the factor of we just can't stop exploring shit. Every movie you've ever seen Prometheus, all these other ones. Oh, gotta send it, investigate this. How about you leave it the fuck alone? So this giant sea cracking like monster doesn't come out of the thing because we were blowing up or throwing dynamite out in the ocean to fish. Yeah. But it does. I think with um, the whole coronavirus thing, it's shown us like as humans it's shown us that we're not that evolved i think to a certain extent you know you think there's that confidence in oh yeah we've got medicine we've got this stuff we've got technology we're all right we can we can conquer everything no actually you can't there there are there are things that we've we've just not caught up with and and it's if I literally kind of think of what the future is going to be like, I think it's either going to be one of two things. So I'm going to kind of read you off both and you're going to have to, I feel like you're going to be swayed to my second one. The first one I think is society is going to evolve to a point where you're going to need to split it up into two things. It's going to be like the Simpsons where you have domes. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a society that's not progressed, such as the people that still want to drive around in the automobile. Then there's the people that want to have a chip in their head that want to do everything by technology, use a transporter to teleport everywhere. And that they're going to split the societies up like that. The second one is we're going to end up creating something like fucking Skynet. And then it's all going to literally, we're going to be taken over by robots and shit. They're going to be way smarter. So it's going to end up more like iRobot. You know, we're going to build yeah. these servants and things. And next thing you know, Will Smith has to save everybody's life. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would, it's, it's such a hard choice. I would like it to be the first way around, like the, the first option. Not that that's a good option because so many people are left behind. But I see it now. I don't know if you see it. My, my um, to the older generation particularly, uh, my mum won't send an email. She won't send a text message. She says, oh, I can't do that. That's online. I can't do this, whatever. Even though online banking, all of this stuff is so convenient, like just day to day. And, and I just think that on a small level, if, if people won't start using technology for these simple things, when it comes to, like you said, um, a self-driving car or uh, whatever it may be, they're never going to do them. They're, they're absolutely never going to 
well, be involved. It's, it's like doing the genetic engineering because now I just thought of a third scenario instead of the other two I tossed out. It's going to end up like fucking Wally, where everybody's 800 yeah. pounds in bed sit up for yeah, us. Like, I refuse Alexa. I refuse, yeah. uh, you know, I don't like direct deposit. I, I like having the check in my hand. I like seeing the money that I've worked so hard to earn. I like these types of things. People are like, but your life would be so much easier. My buddy, one of my best friends from my very first episode, his house is alexa up to the point mm -hmm. where it can control the toilet if you ask it to. Yeah. Like, that's too much for me. I'm not a yeah. guy that's like, oh, they're listening into my conversation. I don't, I'm not that guy. I'm just yeah. like, it's laziness. Like, I, yeah. Though I think the most leveler in life is when you sit down to watch a movie at night and the fucking light's still on. And you're like, oh, I got to turn the kitchen yeah. light off. And then you got to get up and walk into the kitchen and flick the yeah. switch. That's needed. That little walk yeah. of shame is the thing that like is a leveler that I swear if kids don't have today, we're going to be living in a society where just everybody's like, give me this, give me that. It's like, hold on, you have to pay for that. No, I just want this. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. then you have to scan a barcode on the back of their neck and it takes years off their life. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> True. But it's uh, the Skynet thing is, you know, not again i don't you know there's the positive side to mean that things man I, I hope that doesn't happen but because and i'm glad you said like alexa i, I won't, won't have alexa or, or i've got a google home thing but we literally use it for the radio it gets switched off and then you'll switch it on and say play whatever and it plays it but um just it's too much for i i'm you know, I use an Android phone, I use Gmail, all that stuff. You're aware that, and even like using Zoom, you know by using that free service, you're the product, you know. They're not doing it, giving it free for any reason apart from they've got your data. And I, and I read a lot about these things. And fine, whatever, be, be careful or, or whatever. But the thought of something listening always in the house is too much. I wonder, like, what if if they're gonna like Zoom's gonna take my data from this? Like, I don't. They're not really getting any valuable information. But yeah. like, I did a podcast that was like two hours long, and it was a lot about government stuff um, mm. with the guys from the Sons of History. And uh, that whole episode just vanished. Like, I couldn't recover it. I sent multiple emails, and they just said, "Sorry, no data was ever recorded." I was like, "I know really? for a fact." Because I watched my computer try and convert it, and then it hit thirty six percent, and then said error code, and then it gave me this zero three zero two one. I was like, "What does that mean?" And I spent weeks emailing them about trying to get it back. We ended up having to record another episode where I just no didn't way. mention one specific thing, and next thing you know, it was able to go up. It's there. there, yeah. I was That's like, there. I get it, but it's like the more you try and hide shit, I feel like if you were just honest about a lot of the stuff you're doing, people are going to yeah. not give a shit. Like yeah. the area 51 thing. I said the easy cure and fix to that was just charge people five bucks a head to go in there mm. and check it out. You're yeah. going to have the people that are going to be like, my life is shattered. Like you yeah. guys are keeping this from us. Like we told you we were doing it for your protection, but then yeah. there's going to be people like I fucking knew it. And they're like walking yeah. out with like double guns in the air. Like, woo! I knew it. They got clones of Christopher Walken in tubes in the back. Like that, that would have been so much easier if they would have just did it like that, but they didn't yeah. do it that way. They were like, let me keep it secret. And then they released it during a time of a legit crisis where people are like, I'm okay. Yeah. I'd rather focus on a, 
should I wear a mask or should I not? And I'm just yeah. like, oh man, guys, let's focus on the alien thing because maybe they have the cure. Maybe they have the cure, exactly. Maybe getting probed is the cure to coronavirus. Yeah, but I do think it is the 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 whole Wally scenario. That's you know being at home, like from um, when it started sort of kicking off the the pandemic in the UK from March, I, I've been working from home and usually I would drive to work and it's sort of a 40 minute commute and so on. And being at home, like you soon realize I don't really need to leave the house. But, and, and that's been a real, real thing for me. And, and being, I'm, I'm not antisocial, but I can live without that, that sort of contact. And, but it, it just makes you aware that you can do stuff like this, like us, speak to my team every day via um microsoft teams by video and we have that sort yeah, of contact you can't get a hand job this way no you can't not yet but you know you i'm sure now um <laughs> that's what we should be working <laughs> when on. that comes you'll never leave the house I'm telling well that you. that was a big debate when the sex or the robot came out everybody was like what happens if people just use them for sex i'm like you still need the actual connection between like yeah. a person like unless you're bill cosby and you just like it lifeless like you yeah. still need the <laughs> oh god uh hold on I, I hurt myself with that one uh well like you still need that connection and thing too but i just look at like if you've ever like in the in the states or at least close to where i live when i go up to my grandparents house they're about an hour away i literally they're out in the country so like i'll be driving and i'll just see mcdonald's trash all in the gutters and just yeah. how people are more than willing to throw trash somewhere or put it somewhere and it's the same thing we do in our life like all the trash that we have that gets sent to the dump it's all in a specific locations but at the factor of like where we just keep dumping it there and hoping like thinking it goes away so we're creating yeah. way more waste and it makes me think like do i have to turn into an environmentalist where i'm like mm -hmm. let's stop and let's reduce reuse recycle that whole thing but it's like mm -hmm. we're gonna at one point when we start doing space travel or you know being able to actually do space shuttle missions where we can have yeah. people transfer to other planets and colonization and all this shit we're going to be thinking about like, all right, well, Earth is not really one we're living on anymore. So I'm just going to dump my trash there, dump my trash there. And eventually it's going to be like a trash planet where I'm like, come on, mm. guys. Like who still wants to? I don't think I would ever want to move off Earth. I've just, mm. I don't like a lot of new shit. I don't want to have to go to a whole <laughs> new planet. Like how do I mark my territory there? I guess by taking a dump on it and being like, all right, <laughs> now it feels like home. But I still, I like love this kind of thing that we're on. You know what I mean? Yeah. True, but the part of me, well, two points with that. Jeff Bezos um, said not not that long ago, because he's exploring space travel, and he said we should use like the moon, for example. I don't know whether it's specifically the moon. We should have an out, like an outer planet or an outer thing, where we do all our manufacturing, we process our waste, we do all of that stuff somewhere else, so we can keep the Earth clean basically it's we, not we a just, bad idea great in theory isn't it once you can move between the two so um, all right i do want to add this before we get off of the skynet yeah. thing because i don't want that to be lost <laughs> um 
there is actually a government research facility called the Center for, um, I think it's called the Center for Existential Risk. And it's literally a group of about five or 10 people that get a budget about $500 million per year. And all they do is monitor everything that's coming out technology wise before it's released, making sure yeah. that there isn't going to be this Skynet scenario where technology becomes smarter than man. In yeah. 1968, one of the first supercomputers were ever built and it was this giant fucking thing that was like I, it was 1968 or 1978 but it was this giant computer that was built and they built i think two of them that were kind of like mixed together into one but they started at like i think a week in started developing their own speech code of talking to one another like they were already self like so then we shut yeah. that off and we just didn't even rekindle it that we know of so i'm just like yeah it's gonna happen so i'm like mm. we got this center of people that are studying it hoping that like the next iphone is going to be like some fucking transformers scenario where it's like yeah. turning into stuff but going on to if you look at any government project the government has done some really good stuff in theory but really <laughs> shitty shitty shit mm. uh yeah. for instance project a119 which was during the uh space race where everybody's kind of like trying to figure out who wants to get to the moon first, all this type of shit. Well, we were going to launch nukes at the moon to test our power and show everybody, hey, we have nukes. This is what we can do. Don't mess with us as a country. Mm -hmm. But then some guy just came in and was like, yeah, if we do that, we're going to mess up all space research yeah. ever because then you're going to have radiation in there that could not be part of its natural thing. Mm. So we'll never know how to survive up there. So you're going to completely ruin space for everybody. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we can't do that because we have another project where we're trying to colonize on the moon, which is still in theory. We had mm. the little drawn out maps and shit, but then um, the names of these things are fucking amazing. Uh, Operation Starship Prime, which was launching nukes at the uh, ozone layer to be able to disintegrate some of that to reduce the ozone layer. I'm like, fucking Bill, <clears throat> Bill Gates had the idea of tossing, I think, like dust or something up at the sun to do something to reduce radiation. And I'm like, these are all really great in theory, but think of the other shit. Like Terrible wait, ideas. Yeah, wait 10 years on this plan, and you're going to be yeah. like, oh, wait, there's this that would happen. Okay, yeah. you can't do that. Like, It's like getting a tattoo. Think about it. Yeah. But with things like that, I'm not a scientist. And if you said to me, "Yeah, let, let's um, let's blow up the moon, or or you know, let's let's do something to the sun," you'd, even as a normal man on the street, you think that's a bad idea. I, you know, I don't think we should mess with that sort of thing. It's crazy. I would rather go back to when we had the idea of plant perception. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. No, but that? we did a science experiment basically where we hooked up to a fern a bunch of like one of those things that kind of read your pulse like a lie detector test mm. but we did these sensors on every single one of its leaves and we were testing to see if plants could feel emotion like could 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 give off emotion um because i think for so long we thought that like oh yelling at your plants singing to your plants like people talk to their plants um because it, they think it helps it grow or it affects the rate yeah. of growth or something. Mostly it's the carbon dioxide in our voices. But they were thinking like, if a plant could perceive emotion, how would we do this? So when they hooked up all these sensors to a plant, what they did was they took shrimp and they boiled it in a pot on a stove. And they would, when they were killing these shrimp, like they were alive, they weren't just raw. Mm. 
And when they were killing these shrimp, they were trying to see if the plant would give off some type of emotion that could sense the pain from the shrimp. And I think it was like 38 out of like a hundred something that it was a positive. So it was like, this is inconclusive. It obviously is a failed experiment. I'm like, yeah. can we relook on that? Cause there are literally a, a thing of trees in Africa that can are linked to their roots where if a certain insect is eating this plant, the other tree will send a frequency through the roots, like a brainstem to the other ones and tell them to change the color or change the taste of their leaves. So then the next time when those insects go over there to eat those leaves, they eat it like this tastes fucking terrible. And they walk <laughs> off. I'm like, it's fucking avatar. Like yeah, it is. what, like, where would you yeah. fund your money? I'm putting it all yeah. in plant shit. I'm like, I yeah. think plants are going to end up like the happening with Mark Wahlberg where they're trying to fucking kill us. Cause they're like, I'm tired of this shit. I don't want to be lying down in front of my lawnmower. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm, I buy into that stuff. A huge amount. I, I've got a load of plants sort of in, in my room here where I'm sitting, not, not just the palm tree. Um, yeah, there's a heavy wind back there. We're not. That is. Up. I'm glad. In, in reality, Norfolk is like that at the moment. Uh, where where I live is exactly like that. It's very windy. Um, but yeah, I I, I know there, there's a certain um, peacefulness that plants bring. I think uh, that that's just me. The the sort of vibe that I get from them. There there is something there, and I think even you know sort of last week being in the um, the sea and being in the coast and being in the sea and and having that connection to nature and there's something there's that primal thing i think with humans you you connect in 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 some way to it definitely and people and are going to like, why... well people are going to say like like well we've like what's a way to maybe fix things going on with people we've tried it we've made like certain environments where like if you go to a mall you notice how there's like a lot of like palm trees or there's stuff around mm. like they're trying to create some positivity i think we should definitely make more areas that are like more natural just so we don't seem like we're so much in a structure i think like yeah. that's the biggest flaw in society is that we just have too much of like globalization of people we should just yeah. make it more peaceful by like, instead of having buildings side by side by side where you don't even have a lawn, create more like trees, you know, more sustainable things yeah. that we have. But like, we did try that at one point. There's a thing called death by coconut. I really recommend looking it up. It's about the amount of people that have died by falling coconuts. It's a fucking lot. Like the worst one I've heard was there was a dude lying in a beach chair and a lot of this, people that are listening, this isn't just random. And yeah. that whole lead up I had to it is kind of, it's true, but it, it was more like a long drink for whatever, a short yeah. drink of water. But it's because I'm staring at the palm tree that you have on the green screen in the back. So a dude was lying in a beach chair. And you know, like how the back of the beach chair is like a metal bar where your neck yeah. is. Well, the dude put his neck back on it. So it's like, like he's leaning his neck kind of like the back of his head kind of curves off the back of the chair and a fucking coconut fell and a coconut can weigh up to five pounds like a small bowling ball and it falls like 65 miles an hour so it fucking hit him in the forehead and broke his neck and killed him that way and then i was like how many people have literally died by coconuts and the interest sparked 
when um, I was just looking up random articles on the internet and I found this one, like there's not as many shark deaths per year compared to a coconut. So and the I'm, question was shark or coconut, not bear and shark. Exactly. <laughs> it's a pina colada can fucking kill you. And uh, I was looking because I went to Hawaii and I saw these signs and he's like, you know, the pedestrian walking or the deer crossing signs. Yeah. It was people and it's in red lettering on a white sign and they were running. And then there's coconuts and they were falling off of a tree. And I was like, what is that? And it was in Hawaiian language. And I actually started researching what that was. And it turns out that like, there's an actual large amount of people that die by falling coconuts. And a lot of them like came from malls, people that would create a mall. They put a palm tree up in the mall. Dude, there's countless records of a coconut falling and landing in a baby stroller and killing the fucking child. Terrible. Like we're learning as people like, How are you going to install a gene chip in your fucking head if you're having people die by coconuts still? Exactly. Like, this really boggles my mind of like, what are yeah. we prioritizing as people? Yeah. Completely agree. Just plant different trees. Stay away from the palm trees is the, um, is the thing. We should know. be less like, like orchids where we just are trying to be as beautiful as possible mm. and more like cactuses where we're all about surviving yeah like we have this mindset of being like this beautiful thing that's going to open up and then it's only valuable for this certain amount of time and then it's gone like a rose yeah but let's be like cactuses you don't need to be the prettiest things out there let's just learn how to survive and do it right like a cactus can grow through the hardest of things Mm. which we've seen in people that they can do and they're also fucking able to survive basically anything when a a disaster happens i don't think anybody was prepared for this shit and we're just living on this fucking floating rock through space that can go at any minute like what yeah yeah i remember watching when um sort of in the uk when our prime prime minister boris johnson did his it was about seven o'clock in the evening and he did um his speech saying right we're going to full lockdown that's it you know you can you can go out and get food blah 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 whatever the restrictions were and i remember seeing it and thinking this is this is like um you hear people in the past talk about like monumental events and and whatever that you never forget i was thinking this is just like a movie you're I'm, i'm i'm hearing these words and i'm thinking what what what's happened here because it it, everything just changed from that from that moment it's insane crazy times to be alive we don't have a superman to stop a meteor from hitting our planet you know who our superman is that stops meteors and that's freaking i think it's what is it venus or mercury the one planet that's like there was a giant meteor that was coming headed towards earth like that would have leveled this fucking planet like the Mm. whole thing um around october but we didn't really hear about it because the gravitational pull from either, I think it was Mercury, pulled it in and actually took the hit for us. So it's like the reason why there's all those craters on Mercury and stuff is because it's a, literally like our shield. It's like our yeah. knight in shining armor that stops all these giant things from happening. But like nobody realizes how much every second is just being held together. Like you think, oh, I could get shot. 
Yeah. No, the fucking world could explode. The world could just yeah. stop turning. Then next thing you know, we have Keanu Reeves trying to save everybody. Like, who are we going to look towards <laughs> to fix any of these issues? I'm looking at Neil deGrasse Tyson, but he just seems like he'd rather be a meme than try and help me out in yeah. this situation. Yeah, crazy. Who knows what 2020 will bring? But it does, it, it reinforces like the um, thought of Ready Player One and those sort of theories where things will get, hopefully it doesn't happen, but things will get so bad, you'll, you'll just put your headset on and that's it. You're in, you know, you're in the real world, like Matrix and, and things like that. You escape. What boggles my mind is the amount of people that rather, well, I guess I can understand it. It's just the fact of like people that slip into their reality, um, like, or their fake reality, their video game reality. And they're mm. just like, they're so enjoyed there, but they're not enjoyed in real life. I think that's like yeah. the issue. Like so many people play World of Warcraft because they can escape. It is an escape. It's wonderful. Yeah. But like, that's where all their fun and enjoyment comes from. And they start believing that's the reality. And that's actually... I was on a Joe Rogan podcast with Tim Dillon. They were talking about these people that chase and hunt down pedophiles. Mm. Are they, or are they just saying they are and then videotaping it and putting it online where they have this, yeah. they're living in social media as these heroes because that's the life they want to live. And then even yeah. finding those guys, are they doing that or is somebody just messing with them and yeah. th they're thinking they're saving people. So they're building up their mind that there's this hero, but they're really yeah. in person reality they just kind of suck it's like exactly yeah that exists and, and in so many different forms you know people that are you know taking a picture of particular things and you know posting it on instagram or whatever and pretending they're living some luxurious life and they don't and uh, there are so many levels of that just because of the the likes or whatever I've just done every everything I sort of all the things I post online and all the you know the podcast everything. I just do it because I like it. There, there's no expectation. If people enjoy it, you know, it opens up opportunities. People like you and so on can, can you know, reach out, and it, it, it you know it, it broadens my world in that sense. But yeah, it's all good. I'm trying to think if could be in a movie what movie would you want to live in i would like to live in blade runner i think which <sighs> fits very much into our, our conversation because uh, blade runner is a reality like a future and i i definitely see could happening you know you've you've got this huge um sort of uh, metropolis of, a, of a, a place and loads of different languages and you've got the robotic side of it and you've got the terrible weather because we've ruined the environment yeah it's but it's so cool flying cars everything looks like an anime you know amazing from a selfish shallow level definitely i love blade runner it's my favorite film i just i want to go back to like a more simple time like i would want to live in like not lord of the rings era <laughs> more like I'm trying to think like it's Lord of the Rings is a cool thing, but there's too many shit like giant ass trees. And yeah, stuff you gotta watch out for this. That's when you really want to talk about plants taking over. Fuck, <laughs> the one that just picks you up and rips you in half. Holy shit. Uh, I I don't know because I like to think like Harry Potter. That's still kind of old yeah. school. You still have the flying car. 
but it's yeah. a little more on that realm it's of wholesome. magic. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Get to go to That's school nice. and teach spells and yeah. shit. Or oh, oh, the the one I should have said really was Star Wars. Huge Star Wars. I fan. was set gonna think that one because you know? I have a sticker of a clone trooper on my laptop right here. So yeah. I was like, do I want to though? Because then I'm like, yeah, but the space shit. But, like I'm not about all that. I don't mind space travel. I just don't think everybody should be allowed to go to space. Because then you got people that are gonna try and create the Death Star, blow up planets and shit. And then like but that's it's just, it. It's the concept if we lived underwater in a community, like, you know how cool yeah. that would be to live underwater in like a giant yeah. dome and just be like, oh shit, we're underwater. But yeah. there's going to be somebody, like imagine if there's only one tunnel in and one tunnel out. So it's like, there's going to yeah. be some person that just sits there with a gun to the glass, like somebody better suck my dick or I'm shooting a fucking hole in this thing. And you're like, <laughs> oh, here we go. It's over. Somebody get up there and take the bullet. <laughs> Someone's going to ruin it. Always, but Star Wars for me—I've always loved Star Wars because it's it—it's rooted in real life problems. You've got, you know, the, you've got these people at the bottom trying to live peacefully and trying to get by, and then you've got this huge like government as such that's spoiling it for everyone, and the divide of borders and all all this stuff it, 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 that's in Star Wars. It, you can think, oh yeah, that's. I changed my answer. I want a Pokemon movie. Pokemon movie, that'd be amazing. I feel like yeah. if I had my own personal Pokemon. Yeah. Who would you that choose? Would, that would be incredible. Um, I've always really liked... Oh, God, what's his name? Um, I guess you didn't like him that much. Gunk. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. I, I, always... I would want to be Brock with Gunk. All I, right. I yeah. That, that's a good one. I always choose Totodile. Yeah. Even though I could go to Florida and get a real gator myself, I'd just rather have <laughs> Totodile. And then, like, I would still want him to evolve into, like, the for alligator, that giant thing. I'm like, yeah. you know how badass that would be? Like, you don't want a bitch Pokemon, like the trash bag one. No. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, the, the ones that no, they create no. now, I'm like, there's no manliness behind yeah. it. I remember Suicune was the shit. Yeah. Everyone wants like a, one of the legendaries, but I'm yeah. like, now if you look at them, they all look like that you can ride on. And, and this one's my fucking on. washing yeah. machine, like with Google yeah, yeah, eyes exactly. on it. And I'm like, this isn't fun. Like, I want something that's like not too close to reality. I want something that's like, damn, that's a small little alligator that throws off water at people. I, I love Pokemon. I think Pokemon's got that whole, um, a very wholesome, nice sort of thing to it. Apart from it's the darker side where you think about they're basically making animals fight to to the death, but you know. I'm about to mind screw you right now. Ready? Imagine you ever see the Pokemon movie, the very first one? Um, Yes, but I'm not too. When Ash fell off his bike, imagine if this whole thing is just him in a coma. Imagine that. Like, just just marinate on that. His mom gets older. (laughs) He never fucking ages. I used to be, like, 10 years younger than Ash. Now I'm, like, 10 years older than the guy. Like, he keeps going to Regents. And Officer Jenny always looks the same. Yeah. Every location, every single place. She's just constantly hot. Imagine if you married the wrong Officer Jenny, and then you're, like, got, like, 50 (laughs) wives. Technically, it's still you, but that's my sister. But you guys are identical. So, did I really do a bad thing, or am I just smart? <gasps> I think that's been this week in Metropolis, people. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thank you for coming on to the show, brother. Uh, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for inviting me.
please awesome. <laughs> promote the show because I'm going to have hopefully both of you and James on to That'd really experience the full force of Metropolis. Yep. So this week in Metropolis, um, we have random conversations like this about technology and movies and just cool stuff uh, that we like. Uh, episodes every Wednesday. Um, we're having a break though, next couple of weeks. So depending when this show comes out, we'll, we'll probably in a couple of weeks time from this show, um, we'll, we'll have some more coming out. And that's the logo there on, on, on my t-shirt. Um, so yeah, this week in Metropolis on, on all social media and just a plug for myself, King Porteous. So it's King Porteous, see my art, reach out, say hello. Great. That has been this week in Metropolis on Out of the Blank.